So go ahead and make yourself comfortable. If you like, you can close your eyes. That way we can just really create more of that inner focus. And just begin to bring your attention inwards and upwards. Again, above the eyebrows or even slightly above the head. You may already feel that inner movement or sensation on the top of the head. Just keep bringing your attention inwards and upwards. Just allow the body to relax. If you want to take a deep breath or two, that's just fine. Just allow the body to quiet down. Letting go of any distractions, whether they're inner or outer. Now just begin to look upwards, allowing what we call the spiritual eye, the eye of the soul, to open and to perceive that movement of loving. As that eye opens, you may actually see an inner light. It often appears as that purple or blue or gold or white. And often it'll be moving. Because loving is ever moving as a, like a river. So if you see this inner light, just keep your attention focused on its movement. And just allowing yourself to continue coming still. As your focus becomes more one-pointed now. Just be aware if you hear any inner sounds. Again, as maybe as a ringing, or sound of nature, or music. Now just bring that name, the hue, just present inside. Keep your attention inwards and upwards, still watching. You also bring the hue present. And in a moment, we're going to chant the hue out loud just three times. As we do, just keep focusing inwards and upwards, and just allowing your inner experience to unfold. Just taking a deep breath now, and on exhale, we'll begin. Just be aware, 
So frequency stirs in you and around you. See if you notice any more movement at that spiritual eye level, the seat of the soul. We're going to move into a little time of silence. So just keep chanting this hue within, silently. Ever just observing and allowing yourself to experience the movement of loving, however it unfolds. So just be still and focused and allow yourself to awaken to that greater knowing of the divine.
just begin to bring your attention once again back to the seat of the soul. Just holding your focus up here at the top of the head. Just observing now. And stop the chanting. Just observe. Just be aware. Even if it's just dark, just observe the darkness. You see the inner light, just observe the light. You hear that inner sound, just listen. And if you just feel the sensation on the top of your head, just focus on the feeling. Just be present with this. Just holding your attention here. Doing nothing else, just observing. how subtle this can be. If you notice how easy you get distracted, let it be okay and just come back to this inner focus. Just observing. No matter how subtle or simple your inner experience may be, just know that this is the beginning of a movement of that loving And all you have to do is keep focusing into this loving. As you do, it just simply unfolds. Sometimes you may feel it fill you up, move in you and through you like a river, or maybe even pull you out of the body, more into that space of spirit. Whatever it does, just relax and go with it. And so now, as you keep this inner focus, when you're ready, just open your physical eyes. But as you do, keep that inner focus so that you can begin to hold your attention here, even with your eyes open. So that even as you go about the day, you can still be aware of this movement of loving. You can begin to see how you can live this loving all day long even if it's just a sensation on the top of the head. Maybe you even see the purple light even with your eyes open. Or you just feel a peace or warm fuzzies inside. However it shows up, just come to know what that is. 
And all you have to do is ever return your attention here. And if you need to, if you lose track of it, you can even close your eyes for a moment or two. And just go back inside and find it once again. And if you can't find it, begin chanting the hue. Just focusing above the eyebrows and the top of the head. It's always there. It's just a matter of whether we're focused or not and have our attention inwards and upwards on this loving. And so in a moment, we're going to turn the lights back on. Just be ready for that. And as Stephen turns the light on, I'm going to scream, Wake up! <laughs> Wake up. And let there be light. And on to Jim. Well, now I've got to get back in my body and focus. <laughs> I'm not used to just coming out of meditation to talk. When I was seven years old, I was doing a lot of prayer and a type of meditation. And I would spend time every day, you know, really going inside and talking to God and trying to find out the truths that I felt that I knew inside, but I just wasn't in touch with yet or had an understanding of. And one day as I was in meditation or prayer, all of a sudden I heard a voice say to me, well, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? And I was kind of startled, and yet I was pleasantly surprised that there was this peace that came with the voice. So it held me in a place of peace to continue listening and beginning to pursue what this question was about. And so for the next few weeks, my meditation wasn't talking to God or asking of God or anything other than just thinking, dwelling upon, saying this question over and over and over inside. Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? And then there would be a point where I would stop saying this sentence over and over and over, and I would actually start saying who I am. Well, I'm a boy. I am Jim Gordon. I am a son. I am this. I am that. And then when I didn't have anything else to say, I would go back into just chanting this sentence, this question, who am I, who am I, who am I? And I did this for several days until finally I just ran out of anything and everything to say in response to the question. And all of a sudden, as I sort of ran out of energy on it, I came to this place of stillness inside. And everything was real quiet. Everything was real peaceful. And that wasn't normal for me. I was often caught up in things in the world, my brother, uh, what was going on with my mother and her illnesses and different things like that. But in this moment, I came to a place of real quiet and peace. And then I heard, this is who you are. This is truly who you are. I knew then that who I truly am is this place of peace, this stillness, this quiet that's inside. I didn't really understand it all, but I knew that this was my truth. And that if I would just choose to go back into that place of peace regularly, I could 
move in a way in my life that I hadn't been doing before. So I continued doing this same chant every day, every day, who am I, who am I, who am I, until I would find that place of peace again. I no longer was using my mind to try to come up with an answer for this question as I had been for days and days and days trying to figure out, well, who am I? What, what do they really want to know? I mean, I was saying, I'm, a, I, I'm one who likes blue. <laughs> you know, I like it when my mom makes chop suey. That's who I am. You know, I didn't know. I was trying to find the answer. And, um, but when I came to that place where there was just no more answers, nothing more to say, and I found that peace, then I realized that that's who I am. And I began to realize that in truth, that's who we all are. We are all that peace. We are all that which is the quiet that's deep, deep, deep inside of us that we just are not connecting to. We are not allowing ourselves to connect to. And I remember going and asking my father if he knew this place of peace. And my father said, not really, not like what you're talking about. And I was assuming that everybody would know this. I mean, if I was getting this at seven years old, I figured everybody must have gotten it seven, eight years old. And so as I began to ask my mom, my brother, oh, well, that was a good question. (laughs) He had all kinds of answers, but not about that stillness and peace inside. I asked my teacher at school. I asked a number of different people, and nobody seemed to know what I was talking about. And I would ask him, I said, have you ever heard somebody come up to you inside or outside? Well, that was a question that almost sounded crazy, right? But to me, as seven years old, it was natural. And so I would say it that way. Have anybody inside or outside ever asked you, who am I? And have you ever thought about that? Well, I only had one person who said, oh, yes, I've thought about who I am. And then they went into this great discourse out of their ego about who they are and the power and this and that and how intelligent they are. And so I figured, well, that's not what I was experiencing in this. And I wanted to find that peace and to find out more about it. But I realized very quick that it wasn't going to be found out in in the world. I couldn't go and ask people about it and get more information. I realized I had discovered something for myself inside and I just needed to continue pursuing that and learning more about what this peace is and how to live more in this peace. Well, as I did, I began to withdraw a lot from my participation in the world. I didn't really want to involve myself so much in the world because as I did, it seemed to pull me away from this place of peace inside rather than taking me more into it. So I kind of pulled away from sports. I pulled away from a lot of activities after school, and I spent more time by myself just spending time in this meditative, prayerful state of who am I, who am I, who am I? And then one day I was chanting this question again to get to this place of peace inside, who am I, who am I, who am I? And all of a sudden I wasn't asking a question, I was just saying I am. I am, I am. And I mentally didn't change it. I didn't on purpose change it. It just seemed to move different inside of me. 
And so I just went along with it when I realized what had happened. And now I was just chanting, I am, I am, I am, I am. And as this rolled around again and again inside of me, I felt a power building. I didn't find this power building when I was asking the question, but as I was making the statement, I am, I am, I am, I am, I felt this power moving. And all of a sudden, I didn't have to go into the stillness to be in, the, in this peace. I found that as I was chanting this I am over and over, the peace was building inside of me. It was getting stronger. And it wasn't just in this one little place inside. It was beginning to permeate throughout my whole body and my whole consciousness, my whole being, until I was peace. I was peace. And I knew it. I am peace. And that is how I began to move in my life in a very different and dynamic way. Now, before this happened, I was pretty fearful. I was a shy kid. I was fearful. I was concerned about what other people thought. I didn't really engage with people very easily. And I had a lot of judgments on myself. And all of that played against me in having really a life of activity and and enthusiasm and participation in the world. One thing that happened that was a major awareness for me about this this whole process of my fear, and I saw where it began, uh, was when I was five years old and I was going to go to the doctor and I was going to get a shot. Well, I don't remember ever having a shot up until then. I'm sure I must have, but I don't remember it. But I remember going in and this nurse coming at me with this needle and she said, honey, this is going to hurt, but don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. It's just going to hurt and then it'll be all over. Well, I didn't need to hear this. (laughs) You know, we can do so much inside of ourselves with our mind. You know, the moment somebody says this is going to hurt, it's like the whole body just goes, oh, yes, it's going to hurt. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And you just go into this cringe. And I realized as I was doing this whole thing with who am I and then I am, I am, I am, that a lot of the things that I was afraid of in the world, all these fears that were stopping me from moving forward and stopping me from being myself and stopping me from trusting or participating, was all coming out of this place where the nurse said, now, honey, this is going to hurt, but don't be afraid. And I realized that in that moment, I really did, I did tighten up and I did pull in and I did close down in anticipation of this painful shot. And the shot really did hurt. And I think it hurt more because of all that she instilled in me. I didn't hear it just once. She said, honey, this is going to hurt. It's going to hurt, but don't be afraid. So I began to look at this as I was going in towards building this power of peace up inside. I am, I am, I am. And this peace just building up in a wonderful way inside of me. And I realized at one point as it was building, there was this energy that was riding up with it of all this fear. All this fear would just come up and it would stir. And it was almost like fear and peace were mixing together. It felt wonderful to have the peace, but at the same time, the peace 
and the fear together was disturbing. And so I remember just calming down and stopping my chant and feeling this movement going on of fear and peace and fear and peace. And all of a sudden I realized I have a choice. I have a choice right now. I can either live in this fear and peace moving to try to have the peace, or I can let go of the fear to have more peace. Because the fear was taking up a lot of the space that could be peace if I really allowed it to be.